The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N. BET state restrictions apply. Drivers, start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb and boy do we ever have racing things to talk about today it is the nascar gambling podcast here on the sports gambling podcast network he's cody zeeb i'm rod via gomez we are mere hours away from the truck race beginning it is a friday night over here uh friday night for you friday early evening for me whatever but the truck race is about to start course then xfinity we already had f1 racing uh as far as practices are concerned uh, Cody, it's an exciting time in motorsports, and I am thrilled to be part of it. I am so excited, Rod. It's already started. We've had practice. We've had qualifying. F1, we hit our, uh, you hit your practice bet over there. So make sure you check out the F1 Gambling Podcast. Get the rest of our picks off to a good start. Yeah, full slate of racing. My wife is super pumped that we're going to be watching so much racing this weekend. <laughs> uh, not so much, but she she loves me anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for that, too. I, I sometimes wonder how mine puts up with it as well. Yep. <laughs> I took took the girls out to dinner tonight, so everything's good now. I can have my weekend of racing. Yeah, buddy. Uh, I'm telling you, it's, it's a crazy, crazy weekend. But it's going to get even crazier because, Cody... We don't very rarely have breaking news, and in fact, this isn't breaking news, but if you haven't been... It's breaking news. Well, it's breaking, (laughs) but you'll hear it later, and you'll probably already hear it already, but what what is going to impact this weekend's racing that just happened? And may I just say, before we get there, what is it about these guys, able these drivers able to do things outside, you know, Lance Stroll with his wrist uh, impacting his, his driving in the F1 series, and now we've got this. Yeah, so just breaking right before we jumped on here, Chase Elliott was involved in a snowmobile accident in Colorado this evening. Um, It sounds like probably a broken leg or something. He is having surgery tonight. Uh, Whatever the injury is for sure, it is going to require surgery. So he will not be racing on Sunday. Uh, So Josh Berry, the junior motorsports driver, is going to fill in for him in the number nine car. Um, Obviously, best wishes to Chase. Hope that he's okay. Hopefully he can recover quickly. Um, be interesting to see how long this puts him out for, right? I mean, we've seen some guys suffer some injuries like this and be able to jump back in somewhat quickly, but this for sure will probably make him miss 
a couple of races, I would guess. Um, it's all up to NASCAR, but we had Kyle Busch miss a few races back in 2018, got a, way, a waiver for the championship, ended up winning the championship there. Um, now he broke his leg in competition at Daytona. So this is slightly different, but I would assume that they'll apply for a medical waiver and likely be granted for Elliott to be eligible for the playoffs, but then likely he's going to have to win a race because he's not going to be very good in the points. Uh, obviously won the regular season points last season, so good chance that doesn't happen this season now. Uh, missing races, likely races anyways, for sure this weekend. Um, but obviously best well wishes to him. Hopefully his surgery is good tonight, goes without issue. And we'll see him back at the track soon. Um, I did pick him to win this week. So that's that's going to be out the window. Uh, so I'm going to officially change my pick from Chase Elliott at 12 to 1. I'm going to go with Kyle Larson at 8 to 1. We talked about him a little bit. And I was kind of sad almost that I didn't have him on my card. Because I feel like he's being disrespected after last week. Where he had a great car and a good run after his electrical issues. And was 15 laps down. Um, but he was a heavy favorite before that. So I'm going to switch my official to win pick over to Kyle Larson at eight to one. So make sure you get down on that. Didn't Patrick Mahomes hurt himself in a basketball game too? I mean, these guys, yeah, they're playing with their they're playing with their livelihood when they play something other than what they're uh, they're meant to play. Yeah. And yeah, and I mean, Elliot does a lot. He, they're always posting on his you know his social medias and stuff. He does a lot of skiing and snowboarding. He loves the the winter sport activities. Um, and obviously, you know, Vegas, not too far from Colorado. So, and he's a pilot himself, probably jumped in his plane and popped over there for some activities and unfortunately did not go well. Of course, that's a risk you take in anything. Um, but luckily it sounds like he's okay and, and not seriously injured, just enough that it's going to hold him out and uh, going to have to have some surgery. Indeed. So listen, if you're playing him in any sort of fantasy, take him out now. If you're playing him in any sort of DFS, switch that lineup. Obviously, your bets and, will get voided. Yeah. So, or yeah. make as sure. A, as a DFS note, he has been uh, marked out already, and Josh Berry's already been added to the player pool. Uh, Josh Berry at eight thousand dollars will be his his cost over on DFS. So, I think we actually may talk about that here in a few minutes because uh, that's a pretty good price. It's a pretty good. Uh, I I don't know. You you may have to convince me in that one. But it is, of course, we're talking about. It is the DFS show where we will give you our high-priced driver suggestion, our mid-tier driver suge suggestion, and our value driver suggestions for your DFS lineups, trying to win you a little bit of extra money in another different way. I know, uh, again, the, for those of you who are, are new joining us, and listen, if you're tired of hearing us pander to the new folks, uh, I'm sorry, but you guys got to realize there's been a lot of there's new folks lately. A lot of new folks. And we are so thrilled to see those numbers climb and just to, to know that that means more people are getting involved in, in this show. Um, you know, I don't I don't chase after numbers. I'm chasing after you folks out there that are really wanting to get in on this and to have fun with us because that's really what this is all about. Uh, but yeah, again, so if you're new, we uh, break down these DFS lineups and then you can go join a contest in the Discord using this exact same lineup to try to beat us. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so Yes, yeah, definitely get in the Discord. Share our uh, share our contests over there always. $5 contests every week. Do it for all three series too. So uh, Truck Series, Xfinity Series, all the guys love jumping in that and uh, and discussing that throughout the, the race. Yes, yes, we do. Um, all right, so then let us begin, as we always do, with our high-priced driver suggestions. 
Um, obviously, these are the guys that are sitting around the top of the price board on uh, on the DFS sites. So, uh, Cody, where do you want to get us started? Yeah, I'm going to go with Ross Chastain. Uh, I know you were very heavy on him on the betting episode, and I think for good reason. Uh, we talked about it on that show, right? He's been, he was the fastest car in both races last season here. He led a ton of laps. He was up front throughout the day. You go back to last week at Auto Club, he led 91 of the 200 laps, was up front all day, one stage one, one stage two. Can he get over the hump and win this race? I'm not totally convinced just yet, but you can't deny the speed he's got. You can't deny his ability to run up front. And I think that we're going to see him up front. I think we're going to see him lead a lot of laps as a guy towards the top of the board that you're going to need, you know, your top pick needs to be somebody who gets those dominator hog points, whatever you want to call them, where they are, are getting laps led. They're getting fastest laps. Ross Chastain's a guy who can do that for you uh, with Kyle Busch at the top of the board, Kyle Larson second. I think those are going to be very, very, very popular plays up top. So I think that jumping down and I think we're both, uh, we're both going to jump down to this next. They're still the top tier of guys, but not those top two guys who are going to be so popular. Uh, so I think that Chastain's a great place to be a little bit different. And uh, again, last week he ended up, so he started eighth, finished third, but he ended up scoring 78.7 points. He had the 91 laps led, like I said, and he had 22 fastest laps um, along with that. So great week by Chastain. And I just think that we've already seen the speed, right? We saw it here last year on this track already this season last week at a comparable track so i'm gonna ride that wave and, and go with ross chastain and listen for the matter for for what it's worth though you if you're gonna play more than one uh lineup which most people do anyways especially in cash games you almost have to have some kind of kyle larson and kyle bush lineups i mean you almost can't get away with it but if you're looking for um a, a tournament dart throw i'm mean, not dart throw but a tournament pivot uh, on a high-priced driver. I think Ross Chastain's that guy. He is going to be popular. Don't get me wrong. Uh, a lot of the industry is in on him this week, too, but for good reason. And I think I think people are going to be heavier on Bush and Larson, given that this is Bush home track, and you know Kyle Larson is as good as he has been, and everybody's hoping for him to be good again. Um, but I think as much as everybody's on Chastain, maybe that'll keep people off of him as well. Maybe they'll, ah, too many people will be on Chastain. I don't want to get on him. Maybe that'll give you an opportunity to get in on him, uh, which I like. So uh, Chastain, good pick, 10-3. I'm going to scoosh up a little bit to uh, Joey Logano. He's 10-5. Uh, and Joey Logano, I feel like, is going to be somebody that is going to get highly ignored uh, this week because of the fact that it's not necessarily been um, a, a spectacular season for the returning champion. And I'm not saying that he like hasn't had uh, fantastic finishes. He did finish second in Daytona, uh, but he only scored 47 fantasy points that day, which is not very good fantasy day given, you know, you want a guy to, to get you some pretty decent points. Um, and then last week he finished 10th, only scoring 37 fantasy points. So, and he started third, which is a big drop off for that. But of course we know Daytona's Daytona. And, uh, you know, California had its own twists and turns. But when you look at what Joey's done on this track, I mean, 12 top 10 finishes in 19 starts, seven top fives. The guy has led uh, 527 laps, including 32 in the race that he won in the fall here. Um, in fact, Joey Logano is second only to Kevin Harvick in total laps led on this track still. Uh, you know, 
Kevin Harvick has upwards of 600, whereas Joey Logano is sitting in that 500 range. So when you talk about guys who can get around this track, he hasn't done it lately, which again is another reason why I think he's a tournament pivot play because when you look at the total laps, yeah, he won with 32 laps led last time, but he didn't lead a single lap in the spring, in this race in the spring. Uh, in the fall before that, he didn't lead any laps. He led seven um, in the spring of 2021 and then only one lap in the, the fall of 2020. So lately, it's kind of been a drought for Joey Logano, which is if you know, you're know you a shrewd DFS player and you look at that, you may want to stay away from him. But I think this is one where you might be able to get some pretty decent value on Joey Logano. Um, and, and I think while I don't know that he's going to win this race, I still think he could be up front. I still think he can lead a few laps and get you enough points to, to you know have a pretty good pivot day. Yeah, I think this is a really good pivot play. I, I'm not huge on Joey this weekend. Talked about that in the betting show as far as taking Kevin Harvick as the top Ford driver. Penske's just been so up and down to kind of start the season, so I don't know what we're going to see. But pivot play-wise, I think that a lot of people aren't going to be on him with Kyle Busch up here, with uh, Kyle Larson up here, with Ross Chastain up here. There's all these other big hog type of guys you can take. So I don't think Logano is going to be very popular. He won here last season, right? So we know he can get it done, obviously. Uh, could be a vital pivot piece. Um, so, yeah, I agree with you there. I am hoping for the best. Uh, again, betting-wise, I'm I'm still leery on taking really any bets on him because, you know, maybe because of the reasons why I said people are going to be off of him. Uh, but I think for, you know, like, like I said, a GPP play, um, should he actually hit, win, and have a big day? Uh, you're going to have an edge up because I think a lot of people are going to be staying away from Joey Logano. Uh, all right, we will take a break. When we come back, we are going to talk about some of those mid-tier drivers that will help fill out your DFS rosters as we head into the Pennzoil 400 in Las Vegas. But before we get there, let's talk about WinBet. It's the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there's tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, which you know better as the WinBets Build Your Own Bet. March Madness is upon us, and there's plenty of ways to win. You can get down on the NBA, NHL, and even the XFL. If you sign up today, listen up. You're going to get a special offer. Bet $100, get $100. Limited to state availability. And of course, for our DGENs only out there, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you're going to get a $1,000 free credit. You heard me right. $1,000 free credit. So much to choose from. All you got to do, head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present. The state of play through winbet is available. If you or somebody who has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. The SGPN merch store continues to add new items to the store every single day. Head over to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com to get your favorite shirts, hats, sweaties, hoodies, coffee mugs, uh, coffee coasters. I don't know. There's so much stuff over there at the store, and it just keeps adding every single day. Uh, ask us. Find us in Twitter. Find us in Discord and tell us what you want. We'll try to get it for you in the merch store. Uh, of course, wear proudly all of your NASCAR gambling podcast merchandise and get it at store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. I want royalties on the sweaties though. <laughs> yeah, we need to look and see if that can be like trademarked or something. Uh, 
Might might have a pretty good idea there. I would like nothing more than to make my my whole fortune on inventing the sweaty. <laughs> Rod Via Gomez on his private island, inventor of the sweaty. <laughs> oh my God! Speaking of my name, and I know this is a little F one crossover in the Discord in the F one channel. Uh, uh, Papa, I think that was his his handle. Um, shared a screenshot of one. R. Via Gomez from Mexico running an F3. So wow. The, yeah, Pope, the Pope Jug shared this. Yeah. I have not seen that yet. Cat's out of the bag. I'm running F3 now. So just uh, just so you guys know, I'm an F3 racer. Hell yeah. I love to see it, Rod. Yeah. <laughs> I always knew you could do it. <laughs> no, I don't think I can do it, in fact. <laughs> uh, We'd love to see the attempt, though, right? Uh, you know, listen, I, I tried to at least get one race in there, but they, you know, I think they, they have a height limit. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay. Next up for me, first of all, here's the obligatory play Kevin Harvick this week pick. We're not going to put him in as one of our <laughs> official picks because, as you know, if you've listened to this show for more than five seconds at any point, Kevin Harvick, the free square each and every week. Again, only $8,600 on uh, DFS here, 50.2 points last week. He started 10th, finished 5th, 11 fastest laps, led five laps. We love him this weekend. That Go get that top five bet. If you haven't listened to the betting episode yet, go back and do that. But Kevin Harvick, top 10, or yeah, top 10 is the... That's the bet we love and uh, have locked up. Let me let me just interject there for a half a second too. Eighty eight hundred dollars for Kevin Harvick. What? When? I mean, this, that's like blatant disrespect. That is that well, and is and the dude's the lap leader. Week. I was gonna say that's he is yeah. too. It's like eight grand. That, that he's the lap leader in Las Vegas. He has led the most laps of any driver out there, and 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 yet he's still disrespected to the tune of eighty eight hundred. That's fine. You guys jump yeah. on that. Now, I was, yeah, it's both it, of us. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's just, I mean, last week he scores 50.2 points. He was at 8,500. They bumped him up $100 to 8,600. Like, it's just, it never makes sense. And he performs every week. So, again, the free square of the week, Kevin Harvick, that's the free square every week. But uh, <laughs> especially on these intermediate tracks, I really like him. Okay, I am actually going to make the case now for Josh Berry. He's at $8,000. Um, on the, the prize pool here, but he is in a Hendrick Motorsports car. We talk about it all the time. Those The top two cars potentially in the entire garage area are the number five of Kyle Larson, the number nine of Chase Elliott. Is Josh Berry as talented as Chase Elliott is? No, I'm not going to make that argument. But when a Chase Elliott was priced all the way up at $10,100, now you get Josh Berry in the car at $8,000. I don't think that Josh Berry is going to come out and lead a bunch of laps and win this race. That's unlikely, but we know Josh Berry is a good race car driver. He's a smart race car driver. He's filled in in the Cup Series before and done okay, and that's all you need. You just need him to have a decent day, a decent day in the best equipment out there. <laughs> that's all you're asking for a guy like this. A ton of people probably aren't going to play him because, well, he's an Xfinity guy. He's not a regular. He's just jumping in. He's not going to have a ton of time in the car. And yes, those are challenges, but I think that will make him not so popular. And I think for the equipment he's in and as good of a driver as he is at the $8,000 price tag, I, I think that he can have a very solid day for you. And there is upside there. He could go out and lead laps. He could perform well and get a really good finish. Again, I don't see that happening, but in that type of equipment with as good of a driver as he is, 
Dale Earnhardt Jr. is on record as saying that he thinks that Josh Berry is a Cup Series champion level of talent. He said that he thinks if he can get into the Cup Series on a good enough team, he can compete for a championship right away. You're putting him in a literal championship winning car from just a few years ago. Yes, it's a new car, but he won the regular season championship last year in the new car, and this is one of the best cars out there. So I think that Josh Berry won't be popular, so I think that helps you there. And he is good enough and in the best equipment that at this cheap of a price tag, now if they put him in there at the same price as Elliott or something, yeah, you're probably not going to do that because of the hefty tag. But when you're getting this discount and he's all the way down at $8,000, um, I really like this. This play gets better if Barry comes out and doesn't have a good qualifying effort because you got to think that the nine car is going to be able to make up ground no matter who's driving it. So um, I, I like that. I like it better. Like I said, if he comes out and qualifies in like 25th or 26th or anything, um, I don't I don't know if I like it so much if he qualifies inside the top 10. But then again, that just means he's got a fast car. So I maybe maybe you like it. But Yeah, I think you can make – I mean, it'll be less appealing if he starts in the top 10 just because there won't be much place differential upside. But I think you can still make the case. And if he does start that good, he's going to be even less owned because people aren't going to have that place differential. So – I think I'll probably still play a good bit of Josh Berry either way. Yeah. I mean, again, people will be flocking toward Bowman. People will be flocking toward Byron, maybe even, uh, if they are counting out uh, one of the other Hendrick drivers. So maybe the fact that, you know, you guys are jumping on Barry means that you're taking the road where not everybody's taking because they're going to the other two Hendrick cars and, and kind of banking on that. So. Um, yep, exactly. Okay. You sold me on Barry. I was, I was skeptical because I didn't think that, you know, I could I could like that, especially at eight thousand. But you've given me hope that there's something there. Um, speaking of something there, Brad Keselowski. We've said his name so many times more this season than we ever did to start last season, uh, and and I just think it's for good reason. I mean, Keselowski's actually looked like a a decent driver this season. Finished seventh last week in California in in what probably didn't need to be a seven. I don't think he had a seventh place car. Uh, honestly, he looked fast, but I still think that he kind of outperformed himself. Twenty um, second in Daytona, but again, it wasn't necessarily it was Daytona. But he got you fifty fantasy points on a seventy nine hundred dollar price tag. Uh, did Brad Keselowski? Now he's going to a track where he is third on the list. Actually, yeah, he's third on the list as far as laps led uh, and active drivers right now. Um, he has 300 and, uh, 316 laps led in this series. 27 at the uh, spring of 2021, where he finished second uh, in that race. He finished seventh in the fall, leading four laps. Um, and then, you know, last season, kind of count that out because it was a really rough season for him. Brand new owner, brand new team, brand new car, like brand new everything for him. And he just... You know, it's like me. You know, you stick me in a new situation. I have no clue what I'm. Doing. I'm too old to adjust to nonsense, <laughs> right? I, give me, give me what I know, and give me what I, I I'm comfortable with, and I'll be fine. Uh, but Brad's coming in at seventy-seven hundred dollars this week. He dropped in price at a track that he's damn good at. So I, I'm just saying, like he, I, I don't know what we're gonna expect from him, but I do know that he ripped off a string. From 2013 to 2020 of like all top 10 finishes. I mean, I, I can't even do that quick back of the napkin math. That's a long time. 
That's like seven years and like 14 races of, of top 10 finishes. One, two, three, four, five. How close was it? Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten. Damn it. All right, fine. Yeah, uh, ten, fourteen. Ten, fourteen. That's what's four races between friends. Um, <laughs> but I'm just saying, this year we're starting to see Kozlowski in a new light. I have faith in him. I like this more. Like I said, if he does start in the in the mid twenties, uh, and and I think he's got a uh, very good opportunity to climb back up in the field and get you differential points. But I do like this, even if he doesn't. I, I feel like he may even get up and lead some laps um, if, if pit strategy plays out the way he he can get there and stays in the front for long enough to to return on this price tag because it's pretty cheap. Yeah, I love this play. We didn't talk about it on the betting show, but plus one sixty five for a top ten. That's another bet that. I'll throw out there as a good one this week. Again, we saw it last week, right? We know RFK struggled early last season. It it was very apparent. We all saw it, but towards the end of the season, they really started to figure things out. Kozlowski almost won Bristol. Busher ends up winning that race and they've been good ever since. um, And just consistently getting better. We saw it last week from Kozlowski, a great run at Las Vegas, a trackie or at auto club rather. I was uh, projecting his great run this week at Las Vegas. I love uh, but a great run last week at Auto Club where he's got a great track history, has done well in the past. You come here to another track that's all very similar, has a great track history. He's done well in the past. I expect that to continue. And again, he's, he's not quite in Kevin Harvick range because nobody's in that range, right? But if this continues and they continue to keep pricing him in this area, he might be a guy we're going to have to look at every week again as just – one of those guys that you can rely on. He's not as reliable yet as Kevin Harvick is, but as they continue to get things figured out over there at RFK, um, I, I think that that we're going to continue to see Kev or Brad Keselowski rather be a great play. No, you want Kevin Harvick? That's fine. I, I, I can't get Kevin Harvick off my mind this week. All right, go back and listen to the betting show. He's basically the only driver I talked about. It's true. <laughs> it's true. But I mean, for good reason. We're about to see exactly why uh, when the green flag drops on Las Vegas. So. Uh, all right, that is real, our uh, real quickly before we move on to the next segment. Jordan Bianchi for, and Jeff Gluck uh, combined effort. The guys over the athletic, they do a great job. Uh, they did say that El- they're calling Elliot out indefinitely um, as an update. That's that's uh, from the Hendrick camp that they're calling that. Um, his injury was indefinite time. He injured his left leg, uh, and it was while snowboarding. I think it was reported earlier. I thought I saw a snowmobile maybe earlier, but they're saying snowboarding uh, in Colorado where they have a second house. He goes there a lot. He is going to undergo surgery tonight. We talked about that already. Um, and so, yeah, Chase, Chase's health is our primary concern, said Rick Hendrick. Um, spoken with several members of the team, blah, blah, blah. Hope to have an update later this week, but uh, just kind of an update on the the Elliot story again. It literally was 10 minutes before we jumped on here that that would kind of broke. So it's continuing to be updated as we go broke should should we should oh, we use no. that phrase oh, should no. we use that no pun intended no pun intended <laughs> uh, listen I, I i love recreation i do but i mean i don't know Some, something tells me that these guys and these athletes they know the risk they're taking but at the same time it's like mm, should you have done yeah. that on race weekend i, I mean you could make the same argument. Like they should never get in the car and go to the store either ha, because you true. could get hurt doing that. That's true. These guys have to have these outlets. I, it sucks when it happens. And then you get in a situation like this and you look back and it's like, Oh fuck you. You know, he started 254 races in a row 
uh, you know, consecutive starts that he's got it, and now he's going to miss, obviously. Um, but at the same time, these guys have to have their outlets to things. A guy like him is under a lot of pressure. He's the most popular driver. He has a lot of sponsorship demands. He has a lot of fan demands. Gives him a way to to blow off that steam and stuff. Obviously, when you look back after they get hurt, then it it sucks. But it's that's one of those very tough lines to walk. Hindsight is always twenty twenty. And listen, don't come at me like yelling at me. I'm just playing devil's advocate, man. Like I I think these guys need to release too, but. There's those out there, and there's always trolls that are like, he should have known better. He should have never got on a snowboard on race weekend. Like, I get that. I, I know. Yep. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> that's just that's just the nature of the world we live in today. So uh, I, I get that. All right. We're going to go to break on that note. Oh, Jesus Christ, I did it too. We're going to, <laughs> we're going to have some ad reads. <laughs> and when we come back, we're going to get to our whatever. Save, we're going to save the show by getting to our value drivers. God help us all. We'll be right back. <laughs> Let's tell you about Underdog Fantasy. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog is your home for off-season NFL best ball drafts, but they also got you covered with a ton of other daily games, including NBA, NFL, NHL, PGA, whatever three other letter league you can think of is probably out there on underdog underdog fantasy is a great way to get down on your favorite player props if they're not available in your state head over to underdogfantasy.com use our promo code sgpn for a 100 deposit bonus up to 100 that's underdogfantasy.com promo code sgpn of course, we want to thank each and every one of you for watching us on YouTube when you do. Please make sure to do the thing that makes us come up on your feed every time something happens and that you know when we're going to put out shows. Live shows will be happening here uh, more and more as me, more specifically, gets uh, comfortable with the YouTube world. Cody's already a star. I just am along for the ride. Yeah, no, I, you're unmuted, but you can talk at this point. Oh, that's yeah. Usually, you, you shut me up during the commercials. But, I do. Uh, I, I don't do. know about me being the star part, but uh, I'll we'll always, roll with it I'll always <laughs> deflect. It doesn't matter. But anyways, uh, hit that subscribe button, hit the bell, ring, ring something. Uh, just make sure that you know when we put up our videos and go live. Thank you. Well, value is the name of the game in DFS nine times out of ten because that value is either what's going to make you in a tournament or break you in a tournament, uh, and and really in a cash game too because it allows you to sort of load up on those higher price guys. So in this range, we kind of troll around the five thousand, six thousand dollar range to to find these values. Um, I, and I knew, I knew exactly where Cody was going this time. So I did not take him. I, my, my finger hover over it for a second. And I was like, Nope, that's Cody's. And sure enough, it is Cody. Who's your value driver? Well, I mean, look at his performance last week, Rod. How could I not put Corey LaJoy in here last week? Corey LaJoy, $5,200 on DFS. He started 12. I was with a 12 play start too. He started all the way up at the front, finished 14th. He got it scored one fastest lap. He scored 27.5 fantasy points for a guy at this salary. That is a great weekend. Guess how much he is this week? Still 5,200. They did not uh, change this at all. Likely he's not going to start as high as he did last week. Uh, but the fact that he ran, uh, we talked about this on the betting show because there's actually a bet out there that I liked on him this week. A non-Super Speedway Corey LaJoy bet. That's like all of my hopes and dreams coming true finally. Uh, but it, it's... Uh, we talked about it in the, in the show yesterday where 
he stayed up there right during the the race he got a legit stage point during the you know during a regular race with cautions and and shit being all weird and he showed that he's got some speed especially on a big track too that's generally the tracks where these these lesser teams just can't keep up because they don't have the speed that these bigger teams have lajoy did hung around all day a 14th place finish that's almost like winning the race for a team like that at 5200 if you have a guy that has the ability that has that upside and again 27.5 points that's not a ton but when you're getting a guy this cheap that's getting you that many points consistently um that is what you're looking for you go down and look in this area there's guys like Todd Gilwin. He's not a bad pick, but Cody Ware, BJ McLeod. Ty Dillon is more expensive than he is. I made the case yesterday. That's the that's spoiler alert. That's the head to head. It's LaJoy and Ty Dillon. And it's not even close to my opinion. And they want you to pay more for Ty Dillon. I just I don't understand it. Um, so Corey LaJoy is going to be my value play this week. Uh, you play him, that opens up a lot more towards the top of the board where you can squeeze in another guy that that can get those dominator points. Um, and I think that LaJoy can be uh, a solid play this week. And I, I don't think that people are going to be convinced of that yet. And I don't know that that they're going to play him. So I think he's another guy that that likely won't be super popular, even though he is a, one of the top punt options, in my opinion. Yeah. And again, I mean, that's I was going to pick him. I really was. But I was like, I'm going to let... I appreciate you. I appreciate I'm, you saving him for me, I'm Rob. I'm just going to let Cody run with this one. Because I like, I like my guy just about as much. Um, and, and maybe not a little more, but I definitely like him. And that's Justin Haley, uh, that 31 college car, not going to be the most popular driver on the list. And, and maybe some people won't even pick him. Um, but look, he has had a level of success that I'm comfortable with in DFS in this, in that last season, actually, he started 28th and finished 14th. And in that span, he actually led 16 laps. I mean, pit strategy is what they are, but he was up in front for 16 laps, which means that's points that you get for laps led, right? And so that's clutch in a guy that is down there in the 6,000s range, um, especially when you can at least try to get maybe four times his value back as he did actually last week in uh, in California. He was $5,900 in that race and uh, and actually came in at 29 points. So he, he damn near got you five times uh, the value on his salary down there. So I, I love that. Um, he didn't do well in Daytona, but eh, again, that's Daytona. We can kind of throw that out. Um, but I do love, like I said, his his potential. In 2020, he started 28th, finished 17th. Uh, so in two races in that college car, he's actually gotten some pretty good place differential. As an Xfinity driver, I mean, he's not that far removed from being an Xfinity driver. He actually has four top 10 finishes and six starts. Um, in 2021, he, he had both an eighth and a ninth place finish on this track. In 2020, it was a 10th place and a 12th place finish. So he runs well on this track. He's, he's able to do good things. Like I said, last year, he led 16 laps, which... For a guy priced down here at six thousand uh, dollars, or right around six thousand dollars, you don't expect that. You you expect him to get place differential points and maybe a couple fastest laps coming in the back of the field and not having a lot of traffic around him uh, on fresh tires on a pit stop. But um, again, I, I'm having I have a feeling that this is going to be a decent day for Josh or for Justin Haley rather, and um, I just think he's a good DFS investment at six thousand dollars because, like you had read off, a lot of the guys down there at the bottom of the well. You know, other than Corey LaJoy, I'm not too excited about anybody else 
uh, down there, the BJ McLeods, the um, the Ty Dillons, the JJ Yaleys. You know, none of these guys excite me. Yeah, no, I love this as well. Haley's all a guy each and every week. Another guy that we could talk about as a great option down in this area. Scored 29 points last week, and all he did was start 29th and finish 21st. You're not asking a lot from him at all, but he gets you good, solid finishes reliably. He's also got some upside. I mean, you said it, 14th place at Las Vegas with those laps led. He finished third at Texas. 19th at Kansas, 17th at Michigan. These are all very comparable tracks uh, where, where he had good runs. He finished third at Darlington last season. Just insane. Uh, that's, again, a, a heavy tire wear track. His first race at Las Vegas last season, he finished 17th. Uh, after starting 28th, too, he generally doesn't start that great in a lot of these. It's usually in the 20s. So the not good qualifying efforts followed up by just running a good race and staying clean, staying out of trouble, bringing it home to the end, which he's so good at, makes Justin Haley another great play down in this area. Uh, and honestly, I think we could say that just about any week for Haley. He's he's just such a consistent, reliable driver. So totally agree with you. Uh, and uh, and yeah, I, I love playing him this week. Well, and these are guys that you just don't want to lose you points. That's really all there is to it. And very rarely does Justin Haley ever turn in a negative points day, even in a day like Daytona where he had a, he started 28th, finished 32nd. He still got you at least eight points. He didn't, he didn't kill you by losing you points. Um, but he didn't help you by gaining many, but even still, you know, again, and on, on when all things are equal and everybody's basically not racing, uh, ass to nose and just trying to get not in the big one. Uh, Justin Haley, like you said, is a is a constant contributor, a uh, somebody you can count on week after week for good finishes or solid DFS finishes. Let's put it that way. So, yep, absolutely. Uh, all right, get out your pen and paper. About to go over the drivers that we've suggested for you for your DFS lineups. Cody, first of all, can they all fit in one lineup? Oh, they can all fit easily, Rod. You got like two thousand dollars left to play with too. Ooh. So, uh, not right. not any problem there. Obviously, again we say this every week but like we said new people so we don't know the starting lineups we're not giving out an official lineup just because it's tough to do that but make sure you're in the discord you can ask questions there we can give more leans and stuff there as well uh as the weekend goes on as we know where people are starting at and, and all of that indeed uh all right so we started out with our high price drivers ross chastain was cody's pick at ten thousand three hundred. i followed up with joey logano at ten thousand five hundred. cody Went to Josh Berry, driving the brand shiny nine car at $8,000. Uh, I went to Brad Kale, reliable at $7,700. Uh, Cody, once again, renewed his love for Corey LaJoy at $5,200. And I am in love with colleague cars, and I'm picking Justin Haley at $5,900. Again, you can fit all those in one lineup if you want. Sprinkle a couple here and there, mix and match, whatever your DFS uh, needs call for those are just some suggestions to help you build or fill up an entire lineup who cares uh we'll have some fun with you either way and hopefully you go out and cash some tournament tickets because that's what the name of the game is yeah absolutely gonna be gonna be a fun one getting off here the truck race will start here soon kyle bush truck looks fast we might regret not picking him as our winner but anything can happen uh we'll see yeah, it's not like we told you not to. We just said we're if yeah. if all hell actually, breaks loose. Actually, if you're in the Discord, I just told you to go take him. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's see, why there you should go. be in the Discord. So. <laughs> Get in the Discord. Uh, all right. Well, speaking of Discord and all that other good stuff, Cody, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you in the World Wide Web's? 
Yes, follow me on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeeb. Uh, had a lot of requests this week for IndyCar picks. Not going to be an article officially, unfortunately, but I will be sharing some IndyCar picks probably on my Twitter for sure in the Discord. So make sure you jump in there. We got an IndyCar channel that's getting back to being active again as as that starts this week. So uh, yeah, but but follow us there. Obviously, uh, you know when things like the Chase Elliott news happen, we try to share all that there, give our reactions and. And uh, if you're in the Discord, you already know about my Kyle Larson pick before you even listen to this podcast. So be there. Be there or be well, just be there. Who cares? Don't 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 find out what's gonna happen if you don't be there. Just be there. Please follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Link in the bio to everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's sportsbook review, whether it is in between media, go check out the back road. It's on YouTube. Once you finish this video, you can go check them out as well. We'll be gone for the weekend, enjoying a ton of racing. I may have one or two uh, adult beverages. I'm not sure yet. Uh, But by the time we get in the Discord for Sunday, you may have a whole different raw talking to you. Ooh, I'm excited for that. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, enjoy your weekend, everybody. We'll be back on Monday to break down all of our bets from the weekend and, uh, and just have some fun with you then. So until then, let's go racing and let it ride.